Downloads of this show are available on Podomatic.com and the Podomatic mobile app. How's it going, everybody? This is the Famous Dead People podcast, the only podcast that resurrects famous people from the grave and asks them all the hard questions. I am your host, Jared Berenstein, and today we have legendary 20th century American baseball player Lou Gehrig and 17th century German astronomer Johannes Kepler. Fascinating talk, hilarious episode. Stick around for a little cute bonus content at the end, as we are sometimes wont to do. Uh, a couple of quick notes before we get to the episode. Guys, we are in the last stretch of the of my improv team, Junior Varsity. We have been around since 2007, and we are ending our legendary run at the Magnet Theater. So you only got six, I think, six shows left to come check us out. Our last show is going to be on January 31st, the last Thursday, uh, but you can see us every Thursday at 7 p.m. at the Magna Theater up until then, so swing by one of these Thursdays and come check out our last show ever. Also, you can check out the freshest eps of Famous Dead People every Monday at 3 p.m. on Radio Free Brooklyn. Email us at famousdeadpeople at radiofreebrooklyn.org. Buy my book, The Kellyanne Conway Technique. Rate and review the podcast, and of course, Check out jarrettberenstein.com for all the latest updates on projects and upcoming shows. But for now, sit back, relax, and enjoy Johannes Kepler and Lou Gehrig only on Famous Dead People. Famous Dead People. It's time. Famous Dead People. Time to start the show. Famous Dead People. People you know. Famous Dead People. Famous Dead People. Famous stories stuck in the head. My guests today on Famous Dead People are early 20th century baseball player renowned for his prowess as a hitter, voted the greatest first baseman of all time, Lou Gehrig. Hello there, Lou Gehrig here. And 17th century German mathematician and astronomer, uh, best known for his laws of planetary motion, Johannes Kepler. Hello, here in the flesh. Uh, Mr. Kepler, Mr. Garrick, thank you so much for joining us here on Famous Dead People. Of course. Of course, it's an honor. So excited. Mm. Uh, Let me uh, uh, start off with uh, Mr. Garrick, if I may. Sure. Uh, So in addition to being one of the greatest baseball players of all time, you're also uh, probably the most famous example of somebody afflicted with the disease ALS. So much so that we refer to it as Lou Gehrig's disease. Yeah. Obviously. Uh, So my first question about that. Were you alive when they started referring That's to the, that disease as Lou Gehrig's disease? Like, would you, was there any point in your life, maybe towards the end of your life, when you heard it, somebody be like, call it Lou Gehrig's disease? Right. No. So, you know, my immediate family would, would call, I, it was my, I had the disease. So Lou Gehrig's yes. disease. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, if you had a cold, it'd be Jared's cold. Jared has a cold. I'm trying to think, you have a would, cold. would people so, refer to it that way? So, like, well, my, my family's a peculiar crowd. Okay. Um, they, we like to name things after each other. We do. So we had a deli growing up in, in our neighborhood. A it deli. Was, oh. It was a corner deli. Oh. And um, that th- that's what I wanted my name to. Well, I had a famous sandwich that I'd get there growing up. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was uh, It was... Uh, bread, like any good sandwich. Okay. Uh, layered mm. with uh, mozzarella cheese, mm. uh, tomato sauce, mm. and a chicken cutlet. Ooh. And and then sandwich. and then wow. uh, another layer of bread on top. That now, sounds that's, good. That's that's the sandwich that I want. That that was at the deli that was referred to as the Lou Gehrig sandwich. Okay. That, that was mm. that was a big thing. People would go in and order. My family would go in, and and my my dad had one. My mother had one. Mm-hmm. Similar sandwiches. Wow. Um, 
So you're saying that your family were the first people to call it Lou Gehrig's disease. Do you think that's the reason why it caught on is because your family was telling everybody like about you Lou know, Gehrig's disease? Well, gosh, I hope not. You know, I, I'd, I'd hate I hate to attribute that to my family. That I, mm. I, I really wish that I was remembered by something else, you know, in, in that way. And, and I, it was. Well, I mean, you're certainly a notable baseball player. Like people know mm-hmm. about well, your mm-hmm. record and everything. But they don't call it Lou Gehrig's game. You know, Lou, Lou Gehrig's yeah. position. Mm. Lou Gehrig's Lou Gehrig's bat. Yeah. You know, that's that's not. I'm known for I, I I guess yeah I'm known for other accolades and whatever but the, but yeah. the disease is is what's mine. I gotta say in popular culture it we do sort of first think about Lou Gehrig through Lou Gehrig's disease I would say you know sure yeah and uh, you know that is a shame because you had an incredible record and something that should be celebrated. Well, thank you. Um, so so when they when the doctors explained to you that you had this disease, yeah. was there another person that was like? the name of that disease who you then usurped because you were more famous than that person? Like well, when they, did they say ALS when they told you the disease or were they like, this is, this is Gary, Gary Wilson's disease. So it's, it's, you know? it's funny. It's funny. You ask this, they, um, this is a story that hasn't really been been touched much, and I, oh. it's it's not it's not necessarily confirmed, but it's something that I believed, and I and I think my family's believed as well. Okay. So, my doctor actually had Lou Gehrig's disease, <gasps> and and it was and he was the first he was patient zero of, oh. of ALS of Lou Gehrig's disease. Oh my god! And, right, his name uh, was was Dan Wilkerson. Dan and, Wilkerson. And and it, to that point, people were, people had called it oh. The disease Dan that Dan Wilkerson, Wilkerson has. It, no, they didn't. They didn't put it a possessive. They they call it the de- the <laughs> disease that was that was infl- afflicting Dan Wilkerson, and so the, so it, everything it was it was going to be shortened mm-hmm. to to the to the disease that was sh- afflicting Dan Wilkerson. And so when when I caught the disease, the they were, I, I well I think my doctor was thrilled. I think Doctor Wilkerson was was out of his mind thrilled that somebody else was going to have the name that's correct associated with this disease that's correct so when my family started putting the name to it like they would the 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 doctor did nothing to stop them i mean the, mm. the, he he was he would almost prompt them he'd say oh lou Gehrig is uh doing poorly with his lou Gehrig's disease mm-hmm. they, he'd, oh. he'd almost put he'd, he'd, he'd double it down yeah he's sort of like he's spoon feeding mm-hmm. this idea to the public that yeah. we're calling this lou Gehrig's disease now right exactly wow. exactly interesting i would think that a doctor particularly one who had the disease would be proud to have his name on so like i'm gonna live on in infamy from well, now on th- and that's what you think but dan wilkerson grew up in the same neighborhood as i <gasps> and, and he frequented the same corner deli now you might know I, I, i'm surprised you didn't uh you know, have a reaction before it. His name. He he's he's known for his his sandwich is a. Uh, oh. It's the Dan Wilkerson. It's a slice of bread. Okay. And then uh, oven roast turkey. He's got a sandwich. Of the he's same got a place. sandwich of the same. He's got a yeah. sandwich of the same. But but it's very pervasive. <laughs> the, uh, uh, white bread, roast turkey, uh, bacon, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. lettuce. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Oh. Turkey. Mm-hmm. Another slice of bread. Mm. Bacon, lettuce, tomato. Another slice of bread. And they they stack it in three. Usually they serve it with fries and coleslaw. Mm-hmm. It's called the Dan Wilkerson. You guys haven't had a Dan Wilkerson. I mean, we call that the club sandwich now. <laughs> have you have you had a club sandwich, uh, oh, Johannes? Have I had a com- club sandwich? A club sandwich, yeah. The answer, of course, is yes. <laughs> you are oh. you kidding? I feel you, bad. All of this talk makes me so hungry. <laughs> we'll definitely have to get some food after this. I'm oh, sorry, there's no craft services in here. No, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I feel bad for this Dan Wilkerson guy. That sandwich, we call that the club sandwich now. We call this you disease do. the Lou Gehrig's disease, and we call that sandwich the club sandwich now. Yeah, I was wondering. I kept ordering the Dan Wilkerson <laughs> recently, and I and I and no one knew what quite what I wanted. Oh, that is a shame. You think it's the exclusive 
to you, club, but it's not not that exclusive. Right. Well, when I think club, I think ball. I would think they name my. Do you do, do you know what the Lou Gehrig's been called? No, no. Would they change the name of the Lou Gehrig's sandwich? Well, I don't know. It's it's bread, bread with uh, mozzarella cheese, okay. tomato sauce, right. and a chicken cutlet. Uh, I think it's parm. Ooh. That's a chicken parm, right? Yeah, that's a that's yeah. A we would call that chicken parm. Chicken, chicken parm. parm. Yeah, mm-hmm. chicken parm. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. <laughs> parm right. is short for parmesan. Parmesan. Well, that's mm-hmm. what, okay. Does that mean parmesan? Mine's mozzarella, so it must be a different sandwich. But that mm-hmm. sounds good. Well, I, they call the chicken parm because there's parm in it, but there's generally like you know really? mozzarella on it. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't know if that tracks there. I'm not sure, <laughs> but I'll, I'll check it out. Well, we can Google that after the show. Yeah. Um, uh, but that is interesting. Uh, going back, going over to uh, Johannes Kepler for just a moment. Yo. So as I said in the intro, you are best known for your laws of planetary motion. That for is, example, mm-hmm. you came up with mm-hmm. the idea that all planets move in ellipses. Yes, that is correct, Jared. Yeah. Here, uh, here I am. Um, but what I found most interesting uh-huh. uh, was that you, according to Wikipedia, you incorporated religious arguments into your work yes so for example other religious scholars believed that the the sun revolved around the earth mm-hmm. because you know the god made the earth and man and were the most important thing you know blah blah blah. right uh but you believe that the planets revolved around the sun and you use religion to argue that that wasn't like against god's plan that's like part of god's plan is that right, right? yes i believe i was sent here to tell the people of mm-hmm. this world that's plan and mm-hmm. i uh, you know, I would pray to God when I was a child because I was uh, not many people know this, but I was also very sick when I was a child. Oh, wow. Yes. I, just to triple back, I'm still hungry from before. <laughs> uh, but I, I was a very sick child and uh, I would pray and I did, God would tell me, you have to say this plan to everybody. You have to tell everybody. Mm-hmm. I was a bit of a, a rebel with the other scientists. But I felt you, it was my duty. You said you, you know? were a rebel because a you rebel. were incorporating religion into your science. Right. Nobody else really understood that concept. Interesting. Mm-hmm. And I felt it was necessary. We have to give uh, give praise, if you will, to mm-hmm. God for this planet. Mm-hmm. And, and so I assume you call that the Kepler then? The Kepler mm. method? Oh, the... The praying? Well, the, the Johans, yeah. Well, any any of it is. is oh, anything I do, yes, is the Kepler. Okay. Yes, oh, Kepler. you always have to have your name. I was. I wish I had the disease named after me. Oh well, that's very nice. The Thank Kepler you. pox. I honestly, you know, like chicken pox. I don't know. We we do refer to something as like uh, the Kepler something. Oh. as far as like astrophysics is concerned. Um, I, f- I forget what it is. Exactly, I forget too, though. to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that that's uh, that's fascinating. Would you say that you were then like a little, like kind of a bad boy in the science community because in you were incorporating mind, religion, mind wise, my, my mind, in yes, your but not mind. physically. You know, I was never uh, very uh, good with the, the ladies. If okay. it, the, the ladies, sure. Mm-hmm. I'm a little uh, jealous of Lou over here. He uh, seems like a physically fit. Gentlemen, yeah, you know, yeah. probably um, had your uh, pick of the litter there, Lou. Gary. Yeah, I, I, you know, I did. I, I got, I I got, I got around. Oh, uh, my goodness, got around. It's uh-huh. a small block. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, I, so you know, I because I didn't see anything on your Wikipedia about like your uh, about your personal life. Right. You know, it didn't seem like you were the kind of guy to like you know pal around with a celebrity. Right. Well, Joe stole all the spotlight. Movie in there, stars. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and for a while, you were you know sort of like hidden under the bush of uh, Babe Ruth and. 
you know. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, but, you know. You I s- love that candy oh. bar, the Babe Ruth. It's delicious. Oh. It's, it's great. There's a candy bar. Another thing named after Babe Ruth, a, a, a person. Wow. You know. What's he gets his? a candy bar. Yeah. That's, okay. And <laughs> we don't call that anything else. We just call that the Babe Ruth. Yeah. You know? Really? Yeah, there's so no good. other name to that. Not, the, not Babe Ruth's candy? No, not ba- Babe Ruth's Babe Ruth. <laughs> okay. Yeah. See, the Lou Gehrig was this, mm-hmm. was this it was bread. And then mm-hmm. never, I, I've told you this before, but yeah, 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 it's the, chicken parm. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm still okay. hungry. Well, maybe definitely yeah, right. a chicken parm is what you're talking about. Sure. Well, uh, but were you asking about my love life? Is that the? Uh, yeah. So I know based yeah, on the Wikipedia, me. it seemed like you just had kind of like a like you know you met a girl, you got married, and that was uh that was your life. Right. Well, but are you, you know. saying that there was? Uh, <laughs> oh, I mean, you can't. There's you know, more. <laughs> there's well, Kepler's dead me. Yes. Uh, but but the, here's. You know, there's, there's, you date before you meet a wife, right? Of course. And, and um, of course. So I, uh, I didn't, I, I wasn't big for the spotlight. I wasn't a flashy guy like, mm. like some of these other folk. But I did date a, uh, for a while, the, a long descendant of, you know, Mary Todd Lincoln? Of course. So I dated yeah. her great granddaughter. She was very oh. quiet. Wow. Uh, and, uh, and wonderful. We had a very under wraps relationship. Oh wow! Ooh, you guys um, were on the DL. We're on the di- we were on the uh, I'm, so, I'm so, the disabled list is what we. Oh. I'm sorry. What? Uh, my mistake. <laughs> Lou, oh, Lou, even I know that is uh, <laughs> that really is inaccurate. The disabled li- we have in baseball. The, di- the, <laughs> the disabled list? The f- about a ten or fifteen day DL. Never I didn't mind. know that that was that's a thing in baseball. Yeah, I never I never went on it. I was the iron horse. But mm-hmm. uh, that's a uh, you you went on it later, right? You know, right. Towards, the, towards the very end. I think you should call it the Lou Gehrig's list. They the, really uh, should. Better than a disease. They um, really should. Yes. So you, but you guys were on the down low. You weren't telling anybody oh, down about your low. relationship. Down low. Yes. You know, you down and low. Uh, yes. you and Mary Todd Lincoln. Yes, Mary Todd. Well, her name wasn't Mary Todd Lincoln. It was Mary Todd Lincoln's great granddaughter. Great granddaughter. Yes. What was her? What was her name? Lincoln. Her name oh, was Lincoln. 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 That's easy. Link. Yeah, it was very just, easy to remember. Just the one. It just the one. It was Lincoln, and she obviously she changed her last name oh. uh, to Mary Todd. So it was Lincoln. It was Lincoln Mary Todd. Um, oh, but now who, I'm now I, I'm confused. It, well, because she didn't want to be known as a Lincoln. Oh, right. Walking mm-hmm. around, it's it's mm-hmm. a it's a you know. It's a difficult name to. It's a lot uh, of weight yeah. to carry. I'm there. I under. I understand. You, you yes, know. I'm there. Uh, mm-hmm. So, so, so it was Lincoln. Mar- so it was Miss Mary Todd. Yeah, wow. but things things didn't work out with you yeah, and Lincoln. What's happened? Uh, no, things did not work out with with Lincoln. Have I? Mm. Well, you see, there are differences in in people. You know, is um, this like the 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 sandwich? We're, a lot, With a lot of different components. <laughs> you know, Kepler... It sounds complicated. You, I know you're a scientist, but you sound yes. like a poet to me right now. Oh. Because you, you, you're speaking right Thank to my you. heart. And you know, it, it's not only a lot like a complicated sandwich, mm-hmm. but it actually... Well, believe it or not, guys, it, it had to do with a complicated oh. sandwich. Now, mm. Lincoln Mary Todd, uh, uh-huh. she grew up on my block. Uh-huh. And, and on my block, we had a corner deli. Have I told you about this? You have, have a corner deli. Before. Before. I'm, I'm, I yeah. feel like I'm at the deli. I'm just so, I'm so hungry. It's right, it was rustic. It's we brick can, we can build this deli by the time this interview's over. And that's for, and let me tell you how to build her sandwich. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Bread. Mm-hmm. Pastrami. Okay. Mustard. Mm-hmm. Bread. Rye bread. What? Okay. Wait, you know, yeah. you're never going to guess what we call that sandwich now. Well, we, we call, call it a Lincoln. we call it pastrami sandwich. You call that a we pastrami, call it a pastrami sandwich. sandwich? Yeah, that's the hold, name of it. Hold the phone. No cheese. <laughs> no cheese. Just, no cheese? just pastrami mustard cheese? and rye bread. You don't. Mm-hmm. Get, oh wow. Pastrami sandwich. Well, how do you know that you want the mustard and the rye bread? Mm-hmm. We just we just assume. We just assume. We say, oh, I want a pastrami sandwich, and they automatically put those things on. Well, that's the norm now. Yeah, yeah, it is. Well, I don't have that much experience going to these mm-hmm. uh, bodegas, mm-hmm. you know. Oh, well, yeah. But as I should take a, a lesson from uh, Lou over here. 
you can give me a, a pitching lesson and a bodega ordering <laughs> sandwich right. lesson. Well, I was a first baseman, but I can give you whatever lesson oh, you, yeah, you want there. Mm-hmm. See, but I need more. Oh, of course I know how to throw. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. of course I know how to throw. That's, I can, that's what I want to know. I can teach to, you. So, oh, great. Yeah, I can teach you. Uh, that's after this deli and pitching and if throwing. You're, uh, sure. If you're just joining us, this is Famous Dead People on Radio Free Brooklyn. And my guests today are 17th century German mathematician and astronomer Johannes Kepler. Hello. And early 20th century baseball player uh, Lou Gehrig. Hello there. How are you? Uh, now, we were talking a little bit about your image uh, Johannes Kepler a minute mm-hmm. ago you said that you had a little trouble with the ladies right? oh yes I when I was in uh, high school mm-hmm. I loved this one uh, teacher oh, I know that's that was honestly the, the the problem uh, mm-hmm. is that she we, it was a conflict what do you conflict of interest conflict of interest I was a student mm-hmm. seven 17 okay 17 and uh, she was uh, 30. She was 30. Yes. I'm not sure if I would call that a conflict of interest. Oh, no? Yeah. Uh, maybe just illegal. It might be ip- inappropriate. Yeah. Right. Oh, inappropriate. inappropriate. Yeah. Okay. I yeah. can deal with that. Well, I, I think conflict I, of interest would be like, you know, uh, you want to have sex with your teacher. Oh, well, yes. she's investing in oh. a company that makes money when yeah. she doesn't have sex with you. That would be like a conflict of interest, right. I think. That sounds you know? a lot like the front office. Well, to, to be yeah. clear, I did want to have sex Sex with the teacher, of course. Yeah, yes. yeah. Who doesn't? Uh, and she, you know, she was actually a uh, a gym teacher. Oh, so <laughs> yes, she was very. That body was tight. Very yes. physically uh, attractive. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, yes, and I, like I have said. I am a little scrawny, you mm. know. Well, you put that body in a zoot suit and you get in there, right? I mean, that's gotta well, be something good. Yes, I, you know, I do look. Good in a suit. I will. Mm-hmm. I will say that. I will say that. But mm-hmm. I do. I do. But under the suit, I need. To, I need to uh, work out. Go to Planet Fitness. Well, these you, new gyms they I kinda, have. I kind of feel like you uh, devoted your life to science. Yes. You devoted your life. No to, time for yeah, the yeah, for this gym. You know, if if you're not gonna, if you're gonna go and devote your and and constantly be looking at the sky and doing theorems and and writing numbers on mm-hmm. a paper that should be enough yes right you don't mm-hmm. have to also then get your body into thank you this shape, is what you know? i i try to tell the ladies mm-hmm. and uh, it uh well sometimes it works and they they give me a, a pity bang but uh, <laughs> oh. most of the but then it's no long uh, lasting yeah. you know mm-hmm. uh, after that and i uh i really wanted a, a mate to for for a, a longer bang. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, do you mind if I ask you, because later on in your life, mm. it seems like you had a little bit more success. Uh, yes. Like, you know, towards the end of your life, your your wife, Barbara, she died of Hungarian spotted fever. And then two years later, you remarried to a woman named Susan. Mm. But according to the Wikipedia, and correct me if I'm wrong, you considered 11 different women over those two years before deciding on Susanna. Is that right? I don't even know who would make up this. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I Okay, let's keep it real. Mm-hmm. I have a way with words, okay. you know, not the body. This is evident just based on the amount of time that I've spent with you oh, now. Oh, thank you. You yes. have a golden tongue. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. A real, uh, real smooth tongue. You speak in prose. <laughs> thank, thank you both very much. But, you know, I wish that they uh, named my Barbara's death 
the virus, you know, the, that the disease as well. Oh, I'm but, sorry. The 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 thing that that killed Barbara, the Hungarian yeah. spotted disease. Yes, I wish yeah. they would call it the Barbara spotted. That would have been nice. I feel that. Then we would call that Barbara's disease. I'm all I'm all about the fame. Barbara Kepler's you know? disease. Yes, that would have been Kepler. Nice. You got to get the Kepler in yeah. there. But so, you, did you really like 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 meet with eleven different women? Well, you keep going you back to the a, women. Uh, you know, I just no. I I find <laughs> I this is a thing that I think. It's a misconception, mm -hmm. you know, how uh, I, I'm sure Lou knows you don't want to be uh, called a, a player. No, you know? yeah. <laughs> except on the ball field. <laughs> you want to, or baseball, yeah, exactly. It was, baseball I had player. luck in the later life, but I wish when I was sexually aroused in high school, mm -hmm. that's, you know, that's when the hot iron is strike, yeah. strike the hot iron. You want to be, you want to be a Tomcat when you're young, sure. when you got in energy. Prime. Exactly, in your prime, you know, you were yes. an old man by the time you're reading all these yes. women, you know. A little slow in the, the, the cottage bedroom. <laughs> The, bed, yeah. the bedroom. bedroom. Yes. You should uh, see pictures of my cottage in mm -hmm. Germany. Yes. Oh, yeah. Was it nice? Beautiful. Oh, my goodness. I had a lot of money. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's for, you know, planetary exploration. It, uh, it wasn't a bad gig. Cha ching That's right. That's the plan. That's the sound the planets make. That's uh, let's go back mm -hmm. to uh, Lou Gehrig for just a moment. So uh, you started getting attention for your ability as a ball player around senior year of high school. Sure. Uh, you were about to attend Columbia on a football scholarship. Yes. But the manager for the New York Giants approached you before your first semester, convinced you to play baseball yeah. over the summer under a fake name. Yeah. But then after playing like a dozen games, you were discovered and then banned from playing college football as a freshman. Yeah. So, so I just want to be clear about something, that, that because you were on a football scholarship, you were then not allowed to play baseball like professionally like that was that was a part of your contract was that you couldn't well it was the, you know right it was while being a full-time student i couldn't mm -hmm. be you know yeah the, but it's but it, and it would have gone smooth it would have yeah. gone real smooth but i i i it, you know i was 18 <laughs> i was 18 and i you know you make mistakes at 18 yeah, uh, yeah. don't you and, and we all that's a preaching right. to the choir common, <laughs> common story thank you i, I mean we're, we're all we've all been through it mm -hmm. uh now the the coach of the new york giants at the time um, yeah, he and I had came up with a, a fake name for myself and alias to play. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, we just didn't think it through all the way. What was the fake name? It was bad. I'm just going to warn you. It was bad. Okay. Yeah. No, go ahead and tell us. Uh, hot dog, gonna... hot dog, socks and kins. Yeah. Hot dog, socks and kins. There's such, yeah. there's such a, a bodega vibe happening over here. I'm so yeah. hungry. I should have eaten before this. <laughs> and right. And the re right. So we, we had actually just been. Did I tell you I grew up on a block with a corner deli? Yes, oh, we, yes. we just you mentioned been... this deli many times. Oh, okay. I'm glad. I'm yeah, glad we're because aware it's an of the important deli. part of my life. Yeah. The, um, we we had just been to the deli mm -hmm. um, when to have the meeting, uh, but so, but so yeah. So I went by uh, I went by hot dog socks and kins. The, uh, that w that was a dead giveaway, um, especially because I wore a big hot dog hat on oh. my head, um, okay. as opposed to a, a normal baseball hat, <laughs> which was which was the wrong. Decision. Have I you, gotta. I gotta say that yeah. I don't think that was the wrong decision because oh. if you're a baseball player named Hot Dog Socks and Kins, yeah, uh, and you wear a hot dog hat, people think that's just part of your part of your brand. Well, that's the thing. You know? I got too much attention. You if know, my you, uh, yeah, my my brand at the time was but players didn't really have brands. You, you, you ever heard of uh, uh, Mordecai Three Finger Brown? Mordecai Three Fingered Brown. What? Yeah. what? 
That's, on Earth. That sounds it. like, if I, I'm going to hazard guess, yeah. uh, just going to shoot from the hip here, yep. a three-fingered Jewish baseball player. And you, and you are oh. all, right on the nose. <laughs> three fingers. I, I, that's amazing. You wow. Know, for having limited baseball, that's incredible. Now, uh, yeah, and he, I thought I had his best. Right. Well, three. Well, so so Mordecai, we, I mean, you know, he's in the Hall of Fame, but mm. but but then we, I mean, and and he got a lot of attention for for the right things. You know, he came, he came from a, a rough up. But then there were other baseball players that we we took lessons from at the time oh. to to not be quite as uh, so flashy. And then of course Babe and Joe came along. But but certain players, you know, in in the early 1900s, have, have you heard of? Um, uh, Marty, I have a tail. Uh, Williams. Marty, I have a tail. Williams. So Mar- right. So Marty's big thing was that he had a tail. If I, I was th- working in his brain department, yeah. I would have said huh? that's a little on the nose. You would have think you would you think know? so. That's yeah, yeah. How how big is this tail? Very, uh, unmistakable. I mean, <laughs> so <laughs> big, so big it does slowed he... him down. He had to catch. He was a catcher. From what distance would you be able to tell yeah. that this was a man who had a tail? Anywhere in the stands, even, oh, the, the even, even on the radio. In the nose. Even on the radio. Even on the because the oh, announcers, if they weren't gagging, they would. Say something about. I mean, there's no mistaking. It's it's about a. I would Did, say a six foot long tail that follows him. Oh, wow. And he was a mean baseball. I mean, he was how good. tall was he? He was four foot eleven. Four foot eleven. He was four foot eleven. With tail a six was foot tail. taller than yes. he was. Yeah, okay. yeah, that's right. He was a wow. short guy. That's the thing. He was a very. He was an outrageous looking character. And so I should have known better than than, than to follow him. Because people like they that. see that guy and they ask a lot of questions. You were trying to questions. avoid those questions. Right. And I'm an honest man. Mm-hmm. I'm an honest you man. Can't I'm not, lie. I, I can I, tell. I can tell you're a very honest man. Thank so you. someone comes Thank up you. to mm-hmm. you, they're like, hey, hot dog, I work for Columbia. Yeah. You look a lot like this kid, Lou Gehrig, that we got playing football for us. This conversation is uncanny. And uh, then this you is, this said, is, And then what? I said, I said, uh, sir, you're right. I said, I, 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 I right away, I took off the hot dog hat. There was mm-hmm. nothing I could do. I was completely disarmed. <laughs> I'm a man of my word. Uh, my you family should have said never heard there. of him. I I, I wish I d- oh, I wish I had. That would have been good. <laughs> I wish I had. I wish I had. But instead, I I, I succumbed to that and I had to delay. My I used to make career. up names sometimes at the the bar. Oh yes, I would say my name is uh, Felipe. No, that was Felipe. always yes. That was my bar name. That's what hmm. they do. You know. Wow. And what for Kepler's those name. Felipe. <laughs> Thank you. The, mm-hmm. For my one night stands, is that what you call it? The pity mm-hmm. bang. I was. This is Felipe. Oh. That was my. Uh, my uh, alias. Were right. you? Mm-hmm. Would you adopt like an accent when you were doing Felipe, or would you just be still be doing your regular German um, accent? Yes. Do you want to hear? Uh, your Felipe. Yes. Sure. Yes. Maybe we yeah. should be like a couple of girls at a bar. Sure. And then we'll you sh- could like approach us as Felipe. Yeah. Great. Uh, and we'll see. We'll see uh, how. We'll see. We'll see some of this epic game in action. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Right. So we're. So we'll be talking at the bar. Or yeah, we'll, okay. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Oh, man. Yeah. Really excited about. Uh, really. Yeah. Yeah, hey, ladies. Really? Going oh my oh, god. Oh, wow. uh, how are you doing tonight? Hey, oh, Daddy. Oh, wow. My is, god. I'm hey. sorry. I have to break character for a moment. Yeah. That is Johannes. That was. Mm-hmm. That is the sexiest voice I've ever heard in my life. I, yeah, well, I really get into it when I'm <laughs> Felipe, ladies. <laughs> oh my. Yeah. Oh my God. That is unbelievable. You have to go down into these throats. Into the, into into the back throats. of your voice. Yes. Yeah. If that helps, it's all. Wow. That has got to be how you manage to attract 11 women to audition for your yes. wife later on 11, in life. Yes, but uh, yeah, yeah, yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is. Well, listen, we have to take a break pretty shortly, but I wanted to ask you, uh, Johannes Kepler, mm. a little more sort of like lean back into the science question just a little oh, bit. Yes. Um, that, that. So as we discussed earlier, you were a little bit of a rebel in the science community because you would incorporate God mm-hmm. into your theories. Um, and so just in layman's terms, before we go to break, mm. could you describe for us how you argued that the Earth revolving around the sun 
was part of God's plan or was or was, you know, like justified in the Bible? Of course I can, Jared. Mm -hmm. So I always thank God for my intelligent brain mm -hmm. inside mm -hmm. of my body. Of course. And the way that I thought about this is the sun has a lot of power. Power. Okay. Sun yes. Sunlight. And I thought, well, I, the, the sun being so powerful cannot revolve around us. That's selfish, you know, of us, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. I think we need to give it, it was, it wasn't even science. It was just a, a general uh, thought I had. Okay. And I was right. <laughs> wow. Boom. Wow. Okay. This, and this so... is also a pick. What I'm telling you now is also a pickup line at the bar as Felipe. Ooh. So you would be like, you know, it's it's powerful things that other things revolve around. Right. You know, and then the women. And so I guess the subtext there is that I'm a powerful thing that right. you should revolve around. Absolutely. There's no there's no mm. way around that. Mm. That is oh. exactly what you see this what is, I did yeah. there. I like this because also we're talking about, you know, the law of gravity. Sure. There's like a pull. See, now you're you, getting it. It's not know. about uh. not exactly about the science. It's mm. about your mind and just thinking Correctly. I see. I oh. see. Now, you did believe, though, that God had a geometrical plan for the universe. Is oh, that right? Yes. Yes. Okay. Would you mind touching on that before I, we go to break? Yes. It was in a dream I had. Okay. I. You, this is what I do. I don't know if this happens to you at all, but sometimes I'll be dreaming and I'll, I would make a, a grocery list in my head of things I have to pick up at the deli. I'm sure you know. Oh, uh, but one night, instead of dreaming about my to-dos the next day, uh -uh. I uh, dreamt up a uh, a plan, a, sci a scientific plan, and I, I woke up and I got out my uh, my little ink pen with the feather, you know, mm -hmm. and I immediately started going at it like, a, like, a, like an artist, and I just wrote everything down so I would not forget, and mm -hmm. then that was it. I never dreamt it again. It was on the paper. Wow. That, I know. It was like, was yeah, I, I am a, a prophet. <laughs> I, I I really think this. Wow. I'm being completely honest. I mean, it really sounds like you didn't do a lot of science. No, in I your life. it's it not really about the like science. I'm telling from the hip here. You have right. to feel it in your gut. Of course. Well, that's the thing. You're uh, like I said, you're a poet. You know. You're Thank you. Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh, unfortunately, we got to take a short break, but we will we will get into all this when we come back. We will be right back with Lou Gehrig and Johannes Kepler on Famous Dead People. Stay with us. Hey, everybody, just want to take a quick break to remind you to subscribe to Famous Dead People on iTunes or whatever app you are using to listen to podcasts. Rate us five stars, leave a comment, tell your friends. All that stuff helps us out a ton. And feel free to hit us up at FamousDeadPeople at RadioForBrooklyn.org if you want a specific Famous Dead person on the show or if you have any comments that you want to shoot over to us, whatever we love hearing from fans. Uh, also, check out my book, The Kellyanne Conway Technique. It is out now. It is hilarious. I hope that you will check that out and read that and uh, leave reviews, awesome reviews on Amazon or BarnesandNoble.com or whatever and tell your friends to read it because it's super funny and I want that money. Also, go check out JaredBarrenson.com for all the latest on my show dates and uh, up-to-date project information. And lastly, if you really like Famous Dead People and you want to send us some money to help keep the show on the air, go to RadioForBrooklyn.org slash Famous Dead People and click on the Support the Show button. Thanks again for listening, and now back to the podcast. Famous Dead People. 
Welcome back to Famous Dead People on Radio Free Brooklyn. Famous Dead People, the only show that resurrects famous people from the grave and asks them all the hard questions. I'm your host, Jared Berenstein, and we are here every Monday at 3 p.m. on Radio Free Brooklyn. My guests in the studio today are 17th century German mathematician and astronomer, best astronomer, excuse me, best known for his laws of planetary motion, Johannes Kepler. Get it right, Jared. And, yeah, don't get it twisted. <laughs> And early 20th century baseball player, renowned for his prowess as a hitter, voted the greatest first baseman of all time, Lou Gehrig. Uh, lucky to be here. Thank uh, you. So going back to uh, Johannes Kepler for just a mm -hmm. moment. Uh, so in 1595, you're 24 years old. Uh, you already it... have um, an incredible career as an astronomer mm -hmm. underway. Uh, you're introduced to a woman named Barbara Muller. Oh, yes. Uh, and, uh, you know, you begin to court Mm -hmm. Oh, is that what they? Yes, sure. You know, <laughs> whatever you want to call it. <laughs> uh, now, Barbara was a very wealthy woman at the time, even though she yes. was 23 years old mm -hmm. only. She was already a widow twice over. Now, I understand that life expectancy was mm. shorter back then in the 16th century, that people got married yes. earlier back then. But were you at mm. all concerned that you were about to marry a woman? Who already had buried two other husbands? Mm, I'm glad you bring this up. I mm -hmm. I never really get to talk about this uh, subject too much. Mm -hmm. uh, I still, uh, as you know, Barbara died, passed away. So I we did not get a divorce. I still, you know, she has a place in my heart. Mm -hmm. uh, and yes, but it it was a concern because I thought, oh, I am. This one of the smartest men alive at the time, as we say power, and I'm being honest here. Mm -hmm. I, I told you my science plan. I wrote down the prophecy of course. God sent me, of my course. dream. And I thought I, I can't die. But, but I, you know, I always internalized that. And I am lucky to be back alive. Here we are. Of course. Of <laughs> and course. In this podcast. Yeah. Uh, but yes, that was a, a big concern for mine. Uh, I, I think the other two men were uh, not as smart as me. They're not as smart as yeah, you. They're, they're, they, uh, Are you saying that you used your smarts to keep Barbara from murdering you the way that she maybe murdered her other two husbands? Wow. Well, for the, the record, if any policemen are listening, no. <laughs> well, this is hundreds of years ago. Okay. Of course, there's right. no, you know, if, if we brought Barbara back, you know, she wouldn't be held accountable for those no. murders. You can be honest if, if you know the truth about her previous husbands. Let's just say uh, I do have a uh, a geographical location of where the bodies are buried. If you know what I mean. Yes. So not only did the husbands die, they wow. just their bodies disappeared. I didn't say it, Jarrett. Oh I my, didn't say disappear. You don't need to be coy, <laughs> yeah. uh, Johannes. There's there's no there's going to be no repercussions. Even if you came in here and said that you murdered them, there would be no repercussions. Okay, I tell you something. Mm. I, I this is uh, yes, I murdered. <gasps> yes. Wow, you murdered her husbands. Yes, but it was. Uh, I felt it was necessary. Okay. Sure. Uh, this. I. This is another thing. Uh, the dream came to me after I had been courting Barbara. Okay. And I thought I can't let other men get in the way. She obviously has an effect on my intelligence, mm -hmm. and I need more of that energy. I see. Boom! They did. Wow. wow. Wait, so you didn't actually murder them. You just sort of like willed it into I, existence. Well, let's just, I paid the guy, you know. You, you paid, I you paid, paid the guy, the guy yes. to murder them. Sure. Yes. It's it was, slightly was, different. I don't know, Lou, if this is offensive. He was Italian. I don't, are you Italian at all? 
I'm a little, I'm, yes, I'm half Italian, but no, oh, no, offensive okay. at all. no, no, I'm just Italian making sure I don't well. want to, you know, this day and age with what's happening. I had to, I got my new driver's license and I had to check male or female, and I thought, wow. There's a lot happening. This yeah. is the controversy, even at the wow. DMV. Mm-hmm. Really? That's right. That's right. Um, yeah, that's in, that's incredible. Hey, I have really no idea how in how in touch with your own sort of like metaphysical, you know, life you know, and spirituality. I think God would. It was once again. I'm a prophet. Mm-hmm. I truly, and it was destiny. Mm-hmm. And I, they are, uh, they helped with the. The rest of the world and uh, going to space. It was if it wasn't for those two dead men, we sure. probably wouldn't be here on this podcast. Yeah, then, I mean, uh, then Neil Armstrong wouldn't have landed on the moon. Right. One thing yeah. leads to another. Well, that's right. A butterfly mm-hmm. flapping its wings. Uh, let's yeah. go back to Lou Gehrig for just a moment. Sure. sure. Uh, yeah. So you had a nickname, the Iron Horse. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and uh, do you? I'm I just. You know, I read a little bit about this on the Wikipedia. Yeah. But it was a little vague. Do you know why people started calling you the Iron Horse? So I I know why they started in the first place, and then I know why it stuck. Okay, but I don't. But what does it say in Wikipedia? Uh, the Wikipedia just says that you were very reliable. Right. Well, well I had the reliable hitter. I had the, the game played streak for a while. The, the he, I was called the Iron Horse before that, though. People don't know that I came into the game with the Iron Horse nickname. Interesting. So yeah. before you were a baseball player. Before I was a baseball player. Okay. Before I was in high school. Mm-hmm. Uh, I uh, I I was very stubborn. Very stubborn, mm. and uh, you couldn't. And I was very sturdy because mm-hmm. I was an athlete. You couldn't push me over. You couldn't push you. You over. couldn't push oh. me over. I, and right, that's and that's speaking. Right, I am from the so urgency. jealous. <laughs> and I, you know, Good I don't for mean, you. You you look well, Mr. Thank Kemmler. you. I have. But, yes. They say this so is a much. problem for you when you were growing up, Johannes Kepler, that people would just push you over. Because yes. of how because of how uh, are you how kidding me? You you can, how many yeah. times did I mop the floor with my teeth? Right. Yeah. No, you can tell you were bullied as a child. Mm-hmm. Lots of bruises. It just kind of right. seems like just looking at you, mm. like you have a very high center of mass, like very easily tip overable. Is that a fair thing to say? You know, let's let's not get into that because that is a sore. It, you are absolutely correct. Mm-hmm. It's, that's a scientific thing inside my body. Not a lot of people know that. Sure. You yeah. know what? I wouldn't have noticed that. It looks like the center of his gravity is sort of like. Almost in his Adam's apple. It's, yeah, it's, it's totally it's really out of high for right some in reason. Right in the throat. That's in the throat. Yeah. Yeah. And I yes. got to say, you know, it's a little bit like those um, those uh, those inflatable balls that you knock over and they sort of like pop back up. Like, yes. Like just knowing. People have caught me this. What, is you, what, would, you, what would you call this? I don't know. The, 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 yeah. I know what you are saying. We, we call them the uh, the Aaron Bishop's doll. No, because there was Aaron this guy Bishop? named Aaron Bishop who in, invented it. Oh, and so uh, now we just call the Aaron Bishop. Aaron Bishop. Wow, does he have a disease named after him too? <laughs> no, but he had a sandwich. Oh, uh, that's crazy. Oh, and now and now he's got a doll. Yeah, interesting. That's funny that we. I just like the, looking at your. I just want to tip you over. I want to tip you weird. over. It's weird. I want to. Wow, yeah. this explains a lot. This yeah. what happens a lot in Germany. People just come and tip me over. Yeah, just tip you right. over. I thought it was me. Maybe maybe it was their destiny. You know, I can't. I can't judge. I killed two people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. You hired an uh, Italian man. Yes. In well, oh, right. Oh, yes. I didn't say Germany. that, Jerry. Yes. You, you, you are correct. I, let's. Uh, I just yes. want to clarify for not, our listeners. Right. Thank you. Yes. Not mm-hmm. the judge. Yeah. It was. It was. I. I did not kill. I hired a man. You hired an Italian <laughs> Thank man. Thank you for clarifying. To kill one man who was married to a girl that you were in love with, and mm-hmm. then she married somebody else, and then I'm assuming. That same Italian person killed that dude as well. Oh, your twenties. I mean, whatever. <laughs> yeah. right? Oh, I feel. Yeah, no, you know, sure. you make a lot of mistakes in your twenties. Oh, good man. times. So you're saying Iron Horse? Yeah, so couldn't be knocked over. Couldn't be knocked over, and that was a that was a thing. I'd sort of, you know, I was a 
I was a popular kid. In, uh, in, all right. Uh, so, so the, you know, the kids, I'd say, push me over. You know, push me. I'd, I'd, I'd tell them I'd stand with with my knees bent in the cafeteria, mm-hmm. and the kids would come over and say, push me over. Try mm-hmm. to push me over. And if they couldn't, uh, I got to punch them square in the face, square <gasps> oh, in the mouth. Yeah. Fun oh, game. And wow. that was a, that was a ve- and it was a f- favorite of everyone, and they called it the Iron Horse mm. because because I'm so, because I was so durable. Gotcha. Mm. I was gotcha. So durable. If I was a kid back then, yeah. I wouldn't try to. To, to tip you, you over. You say that there wasn't a lot to do back then. Because mm. right. nobody could tip you over right. and the punishment was so severe. It would be a punch in the face. Right. But the reward was so <laughs> glorious. <laughs> was the, the, of tipping you over? Yes. Did really anybody fun. tip you over? No. Was it no one? No, no one ever wow. did. I see. Okay. So no one got to know what the reward was. But, yeah, but know. I'm assuming well, wait, it was great then. It was great. What was the re- did I miss? What was the, re- the reward? Well, so the <laughs> right. So the reward was then they would uh, take my spot. Oh. Or they would just get your powers they would get, of not being tip overable. Well, it's not the pa- it's literally very literally just that they would sort oh, of a your spot in the cafeteria. R- right. In they line. Would, they would they would be able to stand there. <laughs> oh. And then they would be, and then, and oh, then in that situation, see, then yes. they would be the reigning king. The ki- yes, they yes, would be called course. the Iron Horse. I understand. And then people would try to push them over. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. And that's a big. And then if they couldn't push them mm-hmm. over, they would get. They would probably be a lot easier to push over then, right? Oh, most certainly. So you would just win again. Safe after, game for okay, me. This, Very yes, safe game. Yeah, it's sort of like King of the Mountain, but then like there's one kid that's like always up there. Yeah. Even if you do thrown him, he gets up there, knocks you off, and then he's back on. That's there. exactly right. Yeah. yeah. We, so wow. and now, for by the way, for a while we called that Lou Gehrig's game, but do, but do, we do. right, we, but we had to change it. We had to change it. Uh, to to King of the Hill. To King of the Right. Yeah, I understand. Mm. Um, now, speaking of nicknames, so you played almost all your career with the New York Yankees. Yeah. Uh, you were part of the famed Murderer's Row. Yeah, oh, that's uh, funny. That's 1977 wow. Yankees yeah. lineup, Babe Ruth, Earl Combs, Mark Koenig, Tony Lazari. Mm. Do you remember, like, uh, same question to the Iron Horse. Yeah. Uh, do you remember um, oh, when... They started referring to you guys as the murderer's rogue. Was there a specific game? Was there a specific incident? Like, how did that come about? Uh, you're getting into some tough stuff. Uh. Mm-hmm. Again, Again with the police. no <laughs> consequences here, Right, guys. right. Zero consequences. And I understand. I want to open up to you, Jared, because mm-hmm. I trust you. Yeah. The, uh, the murderer's rogue a lot like the Iron Horse nickname, where people think it's attributed to one thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but let me tell you, it's a whole, it's a whole other story. The um, so here's what we think it is, and correct me if I'm wrong. Right, it's because you guys were really good hitters. We were great, hitters. and it was hard to win a game against and you guys. That's exactly why it stuck, Jared. You're very perceptive, <laughs> the, the, and that's why. And we were the murderers of, of, of the game. Mm-hmm. Now, the, now the real reason uh, why is is because we all. This sounds juicy. <laughs> and I, let me tell you this. I, I babe I, and Tony and and, uh, and Earl and I, we we wow. we grew up. Uh, on a, on the same block, mm-hmm. um, oh. little little deli on the corner. That's funny. Have I mentioned? Have I talked? About <laughs> my stomach has been growling every time the block Johannes, and the bodega and the deli comes up. We will get you food after we the will. show. Oof. I promise got, you, we will get you food after the show. We gotta check you. uptown. It's, 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 Felipe it's, it's, is hungry as well. <laughs> you know the uh, oh Felipe. Oh yeah, my my heart's Felipe's alias. We gotta feed that dick. Right. Yes, Felipe. Felipe. Oh, there he is. Put that away. Oh, so you were saying. Uh, that's right. Yes. So we had a well. we had a deli, as you know. Um, we had a lot of uh, no pun intended. We had a lot of beef with the uh, mm. with the deli owner, uh, who was a man named Mister Canigliaro. Mm. Now, Mister Canigliaro, his son Tony Canigliaro, he played for the for the for the Sox. Now, uh, Mister Canigliaro, he he would always put our sandwiches on the board. He but 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 he would always charge us 
Oh. It overcharge us. It's, it's, not a, it's not a big deal. But at no. the time, baseball players, we weren't making that much money. Mm. And so we decided to... It was a high-stakes situation at that point. Yeah, we, we all grew up together, like I said. And this, this is the only reality we knew. So we decided to come together in the dead of night. We knew Mr. Canigliaro would, would clean would, would clean the inventory mm-hmm. late at night. Um, uh, usually in the nude is, is why we oh. knew that. because mm-hmm. and, and that's why we knew that. Because the block would say, please stay away from the deli. Too late at night. Tell us, kids. Right, Mr. Canigliari is in there cleaning yes. up naked. Having a good time. He's clean, he's cleans naked, and he whistles, and he dances around with his mop. It was very—he actually had a—some uh, people said he had a little singing cricket. It was a, it was a crazy—it was a very— Interesting. It was a, uh, hmm. we, we didn't see it when—so, uh, when, right, so the next part of the story, we went in one night uh, while, while he was doing this. Oh. Um, with uh, anyone guess our our weapon of of choice? Oh. Was it a baseball bat? You would think. <laughs> you would think. <laughs> was it a bratwurst? You would think. It was. Uh, you would think it was a baseball bat. A bratwurst would be would be an interesting uh, find for us. Mm-hmm. The um, no, it was uh, it was a gun. So it was, oh. it was a gun. <laughs> okay. Um, I see. Let's and not we never would have thought that coming. And right. And uh, we we went in there. We stormed in there. We said, Mister Canigliaro. And no one was around. It was dark. Everyone knows to avoid the deli at night. He said, Mr. Canigliaro, mm-hmm. we're going to give you a choice here. These are some of your most loyal customers. We were 16, 17. Mm-hmm. We've playing all been professionally for the Yankees. Playing professionally yeah. for the New York okay, Yankees. Yeah, yeah. And uh, this is before Columbia. No, there were no rules. Mm-hmm. The, right. We went in there. Mr. Canigliaro, you have a choice to make. We, we, we're some of your most loyal customers. You can either stop overcharging us. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't, and by the way, and uh, I mean, in all fairness, it wasn't overcharging us by a lot. It was mostly accidental. It was mm-hmm. a 50 cents here and there for okay. bag of chips. Oh. He said, you can either stop overcharging us, mm. we're going to shoot you on the spot. Oh, oh my God. Now, so other people said, Mr. Canigliaro, he didn't hear us because of the record player. Oh. He, but what he did was so lewd, he decided, mm-hmm. he then put the, he was using a mop, put the mop sort of underneath his, in between his legs. Like mm-hmm. a witch. Like a, like a like witch a yes. or like a, like, um, like you know a- those toy horses? Oh, yes, yeah. of course. So, so he did that, he put, he put it right underneath and... um. And and brought it back and forth, oh, sort of singing along to the tune. I like understand. Kind of like humping sort the mop like, a little bit, like a humping the mop, like a horny witch, like a horny, like a horny like witch a, would do, like a horny when witch. She was flying like, around. That's exactly right. <laughs> gotcha. Um, and so we we take offense, of course. Yeah, and then um, you shoot him, then you murder him. And we murdered him, and and it, wow. and it got around. We have a, we live on a small block, so yeah, so we, we we were then called. Wow, you murdered, murdered the deli guy, the and that's why they called you the murderer's row. Yeah, interesting. Uh, I mean, I can't judge. You know, I cannot judge you. you know, it might have been right. your destiny. It might have been his time. Evan right. could not wait for him. I am Hopefully. surprised. I am very surprised by how often this is coming up because I have this other question here to ask you, Johannes Kepler, mm. about this man that you met uh, named Tycho Brahe. Oh, yes. Uh, mm. In 1600. Yes. Uh, he has an, an observatory. Yes. And you're in negotiations to uh, to join him to get hired to work at this observatory. Yes. Um, but then there's like this argument and uh, and the negotiations break down for a little bit. Yes. They, you eventually patch things up, but I was wondering, mm-hmm. the Wikipedia doesn't say what the argument was about, what the problem was during the negotiations. Do you remember what... Do you want to take a guess? I mean, here's the thing, is that... It's th- either... This man eventually dies uh, uh, under suspicious uh, circumstances. I didn't say it, Jared. And so I have to ask, was it some... Would you physically threaten this person? Did you mention I, the murders or something? I think Felipe did, to be honest. Oh, there interesting. Is. Yes, that's my... 
I got to be honest. If Felipe threatened me, I would not be scared. I'd be too turned on to be scared. Be very let's excited. Keep, let's keep it real. Okay, so my Italian friends. Mm-hmm. Well, we first of all, the argument was about a woman. Okay. Interesting. We fought over <sighs> a woman who uh, we saw this woman. She was looking out of the telescope. And I, I said, I want her. You know, mm-hmm. plain as day. Three words. I want her. And he said he wanted her too. And so this escalated for probably about a couple uh, hours. Mm-hmm. And I, in those couple hours, I'm very impulsive man, if you have not, uh, could not tell. With no, the definitely. dreams and the killing and the, mm-hmm. I'm still hungry. <laughs> uh, and I, I uh, you know, I sent a little, uh, a little call out. We didn't have phones back then, but mm-hmm. I, I got my Italian guy to come over and... Uh, well, it wasn't right there because I didn't want to have the evidence. Mm-hmm. Now I'm telling you, and you said it's okay. But so you basically I had this Italian guy threaten uh, Tycho, right? And that that got you the job. Yes. Wow. And the, you know the woman. Now that I think about it, wasn't even that big of a deal. She, I never saw her again. It's just a power play, you know. <laughs> it's just a thing with other. Lou, I think you know what I'm talking. Oh, if, sure. You know, it's just you have to win. You have to win. You have yeah. to win. That's the important part of this. And it sounds like you put your best effort in as well. There's a lot of, lot of chest thumping when uh, we're, we're men are concerned. Yeah. You know, it's really important that, mm-hmm. we, that we assert ourselves. Sure. You know? I didn't even get the girl, but, you know, I got the job. You got the job. Yep. Yeah. It's so mm. much. We, you know, we're not that far away from our uh, from our. Uh, from our ape-like ancestors, you know, we're still oh, we're still I, animals at completely heart. Completely right. agree. You know? Very archaic. Uh, you know, for those of you who are just joining right. us, this is uh, famous dead people on Radio Free Brooklyn, and my guest today, our early 20th century baseball player Lou Gehrig. Hello there. And 17th century German mathematician and astronomer Johannes Kepler. Hi there. Uh, so yeah, so you know, your, your Italian friend threatens Tycho. You get the mm-hmm. job. Yes. Um, you eventually start working for him there, but then he dies mm. and you are appointed his successor, mm-hmm. uh, which leads to you just like, working at the facility for like 11 years. That uh, um, the, the successor, Jarrett, that was not a coincidence, if you know what I mean. <laughs> uh, there is. See, I was dancing around that when I originally wrote these questions. I could but feel the vibe. It becomes obvious like after talking to you for like five minutes that basically just murdered anybody who got in, who got in your well, way. Well, not everyone, you know, mm-hmm. but... Um, that that was fun. Yeah. Did your wife <laughs> die of uh, Hungarian no, spotted oh, fever, or oh, did yes, you? No, hire she the definitely died. She died. Of uh, I, you, oh, of believe course. That. I yeah, love. I, I love my my wife. My <laughs> no, you wife, you wife, wife, No, no. Mm. Uh, God well, rest her soul. I see. Uh, let's um uh, move back over to uh, um, Lou Gehrig for just a moment. So, sure. in 1936, your wife convinces you. To hire Babe Ruth's agent, yeah, uh, and he and the agent urges you to audition for the role of Tarzan in an upcoming movie of Tarzan. Yes, yeah, yeah. You don't get the part, mm-hmm. uh, no. but there was oh, a like no. promotional photo of you in a loincloth that circulated. Do you remember that? Yeah, okay. yeah. Now, were you excited about being an actor, or were you just sort of like following the lead, like, oh, Babe Ruth's doing this, maybe I should do this? You know, was this a were you excited about making the transition from athlete to actor? Well, I was a singer. I you was were a singer. Oh. I was a singer. That is nowhere on the Wikipedia. I know, Secret, and they wouldn't—they wouldn't put that. <laughs> they hadn't. I don't think I've now. Tarzan's a, a favorite of mine, and I'm, I'm not sure yeah. if they've. Me too. If they were, uh, no kidding. I, well, I, I recently now that I'm back, I saw the the Disney one. Yeah, you know, with, with the, uh, what's his name? Collins. What's his last name? That sing uh. that song. The 
You know this. Oh, anyway. you're talking about the animated one. Yes. Yeah. I, I watched it on a VHS. Yes. Mm-hmm. Don't ask me how I found that. I've seen that, and they have great music. Yeah, great music in the Tarzan great movie. Music. So I know your love yeah. for Tarzan. I love that movie. Yeah. But obviously, this was a silent movie, or well, they right. talkies back then in 1936. Yeah, they, they were doing talkies about that point. They were doing talkies, but this one yeah. was silent. This oh, one was okay. supposed to be a silent. So it wasn't my... Vintage. It was very vintage. They were doing mm. sort of a throwback to when Tarzan... Was truly Tarzan. I'm a I'm mm. so, uh, so somewhat of a Tarzan purist. I'm sorry. I see. <laughs> the, um, but but the the songs now bring him to life and, oh, and yes. color. Oh my goodness! They, they didn't have any. It wasn't. It wasn't the role for me. Mm. I, they wanted to see me in that in that uh, in that loincloth, of yeah. course. But but it wasn't. I didn't get to show my 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 pipe junk. Yeah. Oh, I, oh right. Well, that, sorry. I I that, was that, thinking that about. I I actually have a question. Did sure. you have to audition with this loincloth? On? No, I did not. That was a choice. Oh. It was a choice. And do you wear anything under this? Yes, I wore underwear. Oh, okay. Underneath the loincloth. Good. Just, I, like, just, Tarzan. just like Tarzan Just did. like Tarzan Authentic did. Just like Tarzan did. Oh, oh, okay. People don't know just that about curious. Tarzan, that he had underwear. He, oh, of course, but he wore briefs. He wore a loincloth over very, very the underwear. Smart. Yeah. Because he needed to look like he was an animal to fit in with the other animals. Of course. That's I mean, just, that's not, wow. That just makes sense. My mind yeah. is blown. <laughs> I, this is a really interesting arc for you, Lou Gehrig, that yeah. you were... That you're this, you're this, uh, you're this purist, you're this Tarzan purist. So yeah. you can't talk or sing, but right. you are also a singer. Right. And, but, and here's the thing: is I'm you know, hearing Tarzan now. I wasn't the right kind of singer. Ooh, like, right what kind, kind of singer were you? Sort of deep metal. If I wasn't. <laughs> It wasn't in your wheelhouse. Metal. Yeah, that's, yeah, it wasn't in my wheelhouse. I didn't understand that that was a uh, that that was a genre at the time. It was just on the up and up. It was. Uh, it, I, I was in a lot of underground scenes in New York mm, um, playing the CBGBs the of the day. CBG. Oh yeah. Mm. <laughs> yes. Speaking my language, Darren. The, mm. uh, yeah. So it was a lot of uh, you know uh, you know screaming uh, yes. screaming as yes. as we yes. as we do in the mm-hmm. in the community. Um, now you did uh, eventually play yourself in a movie called Rawhide. Do you remember the movie Rawhide and well, your very well in your role as yourself Rawhide. in Rawhide? Yes. Uh, yes. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, it was the role of a lifetime. Yeah, it was Lou Gehrig's role. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's what they called it in the in the credits. And that was a dream. Of, that's what I. That's what I actually most wanted to be remembered by. It said Lou Gehrig in Lou Gehrig's as role. As Lou Gehrig's role. I of see. Lou Gehrig. I see. Now that's that's as titular as you can get. What was see, that? Yes, I love that. This, this very cocky. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I play myself. Mm-hmm. Right. Na- everything. Well, you know, this is, I want to bring a degree of earnesty, of course, but but yes, very mm-hmm. honest man over here. Thank that you, was thank his you. prophecy. What was the uh, what was the plot? What was your role in the movie? That so my the the plot rawhide mm-hmm. was mm-hmm. um it's about a dog who followed his sort of much like you following your urgency to to, to kill. To oh, kill. sorry. For, oh, yes. Okay. <laughs> to kill, sorry. To to kill and to and to, I'm just, to I'm go after that woman that you're here. passionate about. And, oh. and 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 take out the the obstacles mm. in your way. Mm-hmm. This dog um, sought after one thing more than anything in the world. That was a rawhide. Uh, you know, bone. I I actually to, to piggyback off. I heard sure. they filmed part of this movie in the the bodega that you uh, grew up. Oh yeah. my god, is right. that true? The well, it was a deli. Uh, <laughs> so I I th- can confuse the bodegas and the yes. Yeah, of no, that's that's all right. I I grew up right. Uh, I remembered this on I mean, the block. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, we know about the deli. Oh, the corner yeah. deli. Yeah, I've yeah. mentioned the corner. So deli. this dog really wants this rawhide bone. This rawhide bone. All right. We filmed a lot of the scenes. And and how do you fit into this story with about this dog? I have the rawhide bone. You have it. I have oh, the rawhide bone. You're the bone. antagonist. I'm mm-hmm. the right. Well, I'm the, so I'm sort of. Oh. I'm sort of the antagonist, but I'm all, I. You know, there's always two sides to a story. Oh, um, please. And I consider 
of course, my perspective to be the the hero. D- Rawhide's very bad for dogs' teeth, so oh. I was keeping oh, it away from. Yes, yeah, we come from a big uh, dog family. My mm. dog, uh, his name was Lou Gehrig's dog. Lou he Gehrig's was a dog, great, yeah. great pup. Uh, we, I named my never... dog Kepler as well. I know how. Yes. Oh, you you named your dog Kepler. Yeah. And I had a cat. You and I had a lot in common. I had the cat named Joanna. Joanna <laughs> Kepler. No kidding. Joanna and Kepler. Just a singular, not not Joanna. That's that's my name. Right. <laughs> yes. Don't get crazy. Okay? Well, it's a cat. Yeah. It's a cat. It's, it's not, a cat. Mm-hmm. Okay. You gotta have some nod to it. Yeah. So so I I was protecting the dog from from his own, uh, you know, narrow oh. whale. That's a great twist. It's like an M Night Shyamalan movie. Yeah. Where it's like you think he's the bad guy because he won't give him the rawhide, but it turns out the rawhide's bad for the dog. Exactly. Wow. Exactly. Oh yeah. Wow. What a what a savvy bit of filmmaking from back then. You know. Yeah. You know. So they tried to do my character right by me, and mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. the, I worked with the writers well to make sure they got my my dialect correct, and, and, mm-hmm. and you mm-hmm. know it, it worked out. It worked out okay. Yeah. Actually. Yeah. I heard that movie's great. Thank uh, you. Unfortunately, we are quickly running out of time here. Oh, Just time no. for one more question, I think. Uh, so let's let's toss it over to Johannes Kepler for a moment. Right. So in 1611, you wrote a manuscript called uh, Somnium, mm-hmm. uh, which describes how you believe the view of the universe would be different from other planets. Yes. Uh, and uh, this manuscript mm. has since disappeared, but according to the Wikipedia, it was part autobiography, part allegory, and uh, part. It sort of like described this fictional trip to the moon, uh, which <laughs> yes. which kind of makes it the first recorded work of science fiction. Do you remember this? I do, yes. This was uh, a little bit of another dream, if you will, that came to me. It sounds like you did very little science. I tell you, you know, Jared, it's about yourself. And just kind of writing down fanciful ideas that you had. Yes, and people, well, I was going to say people believe it, but it's also true. Mm -hmm. Uh, But yes, this, uh, one of my greatest works, if you will, Mm -hmm. uh, it it is not uh, to be found anywhere. Yes, it was lost. I don't Mm -hmm. know who took it and I am uh as you say pissed off. Okay. Uh, I would be too, yeah. Yeah, and Barbara, we just uh, had got done uh making uh, the love, the love. Mm-hmm. And I uh I felt inspired and I sat down with my little uh, feather pen and the ink and I just went for it, mm-hmm. you know? And I I wrote this whole story and I talked about myself and I talked about Felipe. And I you know also another reason maybe it's not around is i talk about me uh killing the not no sorry the the, the, the guy the italian guy that the kills italian the, guy mm. killing yeah I, I well i i i as, as you say writers i i frame it a different way mm. you know mm. gotcha mm-hmm. so you're saying that maybe you got rid of this so that you would not be held accountable for all the murders that you hired this italian guy to do for you jared i am you can tell I'm a smart man. I, mm-hmm. I well, I'm not saying I did, uh, mm-hmm. but uh, I I thought they had a copy. Uh, you do you can back then you could make a copy, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> but I don't know where they are. Uh, I see. Yeah. And I am once again pissed off. <laughs> I yeah. see. Of course. Uh, R- remind, oh, sorry, me the, remind me the title of the book. I'm sorry. Oh yes, the title was called uh, Universal Felica uh, Kill. Universal Felica Kill. Yes. That must be what the translation of some somnium is. Yeah. I just uh, would have I'm just surprised we didn't call it uh Kepler's book. But that's, that's oh, a great no, time. I was ah, trying perfect. Was, I, I, I was so trying well. to do the uh, the cover up. Right. If mm. you will. So nobody uh, I never nice. I never said I've wrote it. I mm. used uh what do you say a different uh alias names. Yeah, mm. you're a man of humility. That's yeah. okay. interesting. Wow, that is an incredible tale. Um. Yeah. Just very quickly, because we oh, unfortunately are running out yes. of time. 
how did all that work into a story about a fictional trip to the moon? Oh, right. Well, you know, I I had got done uh, the making the laugh to mm-hmm. my wife, mm-hmm. and I, it it felt very uh, euphoric mm-hmm. at the time. Yeah, and uh, yeah. I was as a, a astronomer and astrologer. I was thinking about uh, what if I was having sex in a different planet what it would be like and i thought oh what 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 does earth look like from a different way you know mm. and then uh then i went and we made laugh again and then i came back Ooh, it was a whole evening really good uh, recovery time that's incredible well i was making <laughs> up for high school when i wanted to call that uh kepler's recovery time kepler's recovery <laughs> yes sir yes name everything after me i i'll mm-hmm. take it yeah uh so that's what inspired it really was my i tell you my wife barbara she really inspired a lot of my work and that's why i uh killed the other Interesting. Oh, that is a uh, that is incredible. So I guess what you're so if if I could summarize for you, mm, yes, this was a book mm-hmm. that was about you uh, making love to your wife well, like, and, yes. three times. Uh, yes, mm-hmm. going to the moon and then while on the moon confessing that you had an Italian man murder a bunch of people for you. That's the gist of it, Jared. Sounds incredible. (laughs) It's really a shame that we don't have a copy of that. And unfortunately, that is all the time that we have for this week's episode of Uh, Famous Dead People. I'd like to thank my guests, Johannes Kepler and Lou Gehrig, for joining me in the studio today. We'll get you some food. I know you're starving. Thank you. Um, I I know of a good deli. I am your host. Do you? I am your host, Jared Berenstein. Uh, You can check out all my stuff at jaredberenstein.com. Buy my book, The Kellyanne Conway Technique. It is out now, and it's hilarious. Uh, if you are listening to this on the radio, please find the podcast. We got all the old episodes on there. Rate and review. Uh, leave a comment. Uh, hit us up at famousdeadpeople at radiofreebrooklyn.org. We love hearing from fans. We're here every Monday at 3 p.m. on Radio Free Brooklyn. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next week. Hello, my name is Johannes Kepler, mm-hmm. and I am looking for my chapstick <laughs> but i i can't find it Can I, oh you know lou i love baseball i love <laughs> baseball so is that right much yes when i was a child yeah. i uh, would uh play with my balls no kidding yeah like yes <laughs> you t- uh, tell i know you that. only use one yeah but i liked the two the the, the both of them do you use all of the, all <laughs> of the balls <laughs>